episode 98, we started our conversation with Laura Pickens, a massage therapist who helps her patients become unstuck from life. Let's get back to Jim's conversation with Laura now. I go through my emails and delete some of the accounts that I have that aren't relevant to me anymore because you get 100 emails a day. So it's about figuring out like what you don't need anymore and getting rid of it. And the more that you get rid of, the more you clear, the more you can start to focus on yourself. And again, we talk about it so nice and I'm so grateful to talk to a like-minded person. And quite often what I do and what we try to do is help people disconnect to connect. Right. And sometimes, Laura, what we do is we do what's called magic math, addition by subtraction. Yes. <laughs> Additions to their life by subtracting things that perhaps they really don't need. How do you help people determine what's important in their life? What is important? How do you do that? Yeah, it's different for everyone. So that's one of the things that I help them do is discover their own intuition so that they can tune in and find out what's important to them. But for the most part, what's worked for me and what I see a lot of my clients that come to me um, change first and foremost is just um, eating better, exercising more, the basics like getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, and then we start building from there. So you want to make sure that your brain is healthy with the food that you put in it. You want to make sure you're moving. Um and then sleeping well and doing all of those things. And then once you get a routine of that and you're feeling really good, then it's moving on emotionally, finding out what makes you happy and start to do, if it's art and you're an artist, you need to paint. If you're a musician, you need to make music. And I think we're just taught to work and make money and forget about those things or maybe some Sometimes people have the beliefs that they can't make any money from their art, so they don't do it. And so it's about getting back into like what makes them happy and finding a way to incorporate that into their lives on a daily basis. What's important. Mm -hmm. So quite often, and this is a particularly sad that I work with a lot of uh, younger females, and I didn't make this stuff up, it's that females start to lose their self-concept and self-esteem around the age of nine years old. Mm. And what I try to help people do is understand that I refer to them as flowers in a garden. And flowers in a garden don't compare themselves to other flowers, do they? Mm -mm. They merely bloom. Right. That's a good analogy. So when we talk about flowers blooming, and I uh, challenge people. And these are challenge podcasts. I, I don't have a problem with getting in people's faces and <laughs> saying, do you want to get well? Then let's do it. Uh, so I challenge them to be their own gardener. So what are some of the things that a, that a plant, a flower requires in order to thrive and bloom? You have to water it and water give it, it sun, sunshine, <laughs> and nurture and it. Nurture it and has to be planted in the right environment. The right environment, and that's the right soil, right? Yeah. This is exactly our line of thinking when we talk about holistic wellness. So when we talk about the soil in which you plant yourself, uh, you talk about the environment that you choose to be in a healthy environment. Mm -hmm. So true. And quite often, people can be healthy. They could be a beautiful flower, but they may be planted in a sandbox. Mm-hmm. And what you're talking about is right along the lines of what we do. And when we talk about watering, you mentioned water. 
And just what you said, we're asking people to take care of their physical wellness, mm -hmm. to take care of their, their body, their water, their, the exercise to tolerance, those type of things, to avoid toxicity. Mm -hmm. And then the sunlight and what often we refer to that, and we make no apologies for insisting that there be some type of connection, some type of spirituality, some type of energy connection. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we call that the sunlight or the spirit. I agree. And that's where I'd like to explore this next, as you've helped me so much. When we talk about chakras and we talk about energy centers and we talk about flow, I would suspect that, like myself, you run into so many people with disrupted sleep patterns mm -hmm. and low energy, mm -hmm. uh, fatigue, continuous, uh, unable to have some mental clarity, mm -hmm. and much sadness and loneliness. Mm -hmm. So could you perhaps explain to us, and this is an area that I am not well educated in or familiar with, and I certainly could be, uh, to how the energy flows throughout the body and how it can disrupt an individual's happiness in life. Yeah, there's different energy centers that you have that correspond to different ways of how we're feeling. And when you're balanced, those energy centers are open and there's flow that goes through them and things feel good and you feel healthy and you feel strong and you feel confident. And then there's things that can block those energy centers and throw them out of balance. And it starts with your mind and your thoughts and your emotions and that all gets affected. And sometimes you can block the flow of those and that's when you start to feel low energy, you start to feel stuck, you start to feel sad. Could you explain a little bit more about blocking the energy flow and how that happens and I'm sure no one does that on purpose. No one does that on purpose. They happen through childhood experiences. It happens through traumatic experiences. If you've ever been like in a situation where you got super embarrassed and you feel humiliated and maybe you made a belief about yourself that you weren't good enough, all sorts of things. So that can carry on with you for years and years and years and you don't even know that you're acting from this place. And then at some point it will get to a situation where you have to deal with it, you have to confront it. And that's when you know that you're blocked, when you actually have to ask for help or you actually have to do something different but you're not sure what it is, usually because it's unconscious. That's when you know like there's something going on that needs to be dealt with. And even though the individuals may not understand the blockage of the energy flow, what are some of the symptoms? What are some of the things that you look for that in your own mind that you begin to formulate that this could be an issue? Oh, uh, you feel tired. Your relationships aren't good with other people and with yourself. It can show up in all kinds of ways. You can be in a constant state of not having enough money. Um, it's that stuck feeling. So it can be anything, really. No creative creativity. So could you go through a perhaps a brief evaluation of an individual and the process that you go through yourself doing the energy work and clearing up uh, the chakras? And I say this because I've gone through it myself with you. Mm. And uh, it's... it's uh, it's invigorating, it's refreshing, it's enlightening. I was just working with someone who wasn't feeling confident and that shows up in their stomach, in their solar plexus. And when you're not feeling confident, you feel insecure, you feel 
alone, isolated. You can feel scared, very fearful. You can have anxiety. You can experience sadness. And when that happens over an extended period of time, months and months and months into years, you start to really be thrown off of balance. One of the ways that I helped her was I cleared her chakras and her third chakra especially. And then we talked about what energies live in that chakra and how she can start doing things in her own environment to switch that. So I give her affirmations, mantras, things to repeat. Could you explain to some folks out there who may not want to go to Dr. Google, and I don't know how competent Dr. Google is on this subject, <laughs> is, is a chakra. How would you explain a chakra to someone? A chakra is an energy center in your body that it's like a circle. It's like a wheel, and it spins, and when each chakra is governed by certain emotions and certain ideas. And when they are blocked or thrown out of balance, you start to feel that in your body. And out of balance or clogged up or stuck, how does that happen? It happens through our emotions and our thoughts. And so I was talking about like maybe having an embarrassing situation where you've made a belief that like, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. I feel humiliated. And so when you make that decision, that's a belief that you make about yourself and you start living your life made from that belief. And over and over and over through time, that can be what that energy center starts to pick up on and it starts to become blocked because you start to feel ashamed of yourself or you start to feel guilty or you start to feel these feelings that are very dense. And in your energy centers, especially that third one, it should feel confident and happy and light and like you can do anything and that you're worthy. And so if you're somebody that does not have that going on, then you're going to feel that. And sometimes people will develop um, stomach issues, digestive issues, mm -hmm. So what we're talking about is, and again, people deluding themselves. They're, they're, and we talk, we can talk about that too. How can you delude yourself? Which means there must be two of you. <laughs> so the idea is that delusions are holding on to firm beliefs despite evidence to the contrary. And one of the ways that you help people, let's say, this is a non-technical term, of course, get undiluted, mm -hmm. would be to help to clear that chakra, which would be help to increase the energy flow, which would help to have the feelings and the thoughts and the emotions flow along a more natural path mm -hmm. and almost like to detoxify yourself. Purify. Purify. Yes. Say more about that. Um, yeah. Purification is what I do every day. <laughs> I'm constantly, um, I'm a very sensitive person. Um, I am empathetic, so I can feel everyone's emotions all the time, all around me. So I have a daily ritual that I do on my own where I'm constantly clearing out other people's stuff and my own stuff. Mm. And I call it purifying because you can release that. You can let go of things that happened yesterday and direct your brain into thinking more in the present moment. And then you're able to feel for one second, nice and clear, <laughs> and 
And it's kind of like setting a reset button. It's kind of like turning our phones off or turning our computers off. It's a way for us to just like declutter every, everybody else's stuff and your own stuff that's not true and a way to like come back to what is true and that is a clean slate. So you can begin your day fresh with a clean slate and you can direct how you want your day to go. A number of uh, podcasts ago, we did a podcast on how to develop a reset button in mm-hmm. yourself. So would you be okay with sharing with us how you what your purification process is or is it personal? It's different all the time. Uh, so okay. um, I can pick one. Sure. Um, <laughs> and we'll get into her process on the next episode. If you haven't yet, please check out episode 98 where we started our talk with Laura for more background on her technique as a massage therapist. You can follow Laura on Facebook or search for Laura Pickens Official on Instagram. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, PC.